At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food, simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio.
and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Lexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is in a nutshell, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Yes, you. And to further explain what I mean, if any of the following descriptive terms or phrases or things that I say sound familiar to you and make you feel cozy and understood, then rest assured, Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your new home away from home. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered uh, in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating a salami and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little teeny tiny bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that horrible thing that happened last weekend? Yeah, me too. Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and smile to your face? Yeah, that fucking sucks, those fucking dirty hypocrite fucks. Oh, my God. Well, let's talk about it. I mean, that's just welcome to the real world. Anyway, uh, is the guy or girl that you like not responding to all of your text messages, your Facebook pokes, your tons of retweets, or all of your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legitimate radio show? Well, it is the future, and uh, thank you, Lucky Stars, because this is your goddamn lucky day, because that is exactly what this is. Boy Crazy Radio is the place to be. Let me, my name is Alexia Celine Wasser, that is my full name. I feel like I'm losing my voice, and I feel like I'm getting dry mouth for some reason. I don't know why. I don't smoke pot, but everybody around me does. Anyway, I'm just getting very excited and heated, and I want to tell you all these things and thoughts and things that I'm feeling. Anyway, for whatever reason, I want to be the shoulder that you cry on. So pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649. Once again, the number is 646-378-0649. Welcome to the show, everybody. A lot of stuff has happened last in the last week. Uh... I feel like I might have a bit of a cold. I thought I might have had a bit of an ear infection earlier. I got into a big fight with a guy who tried to help my ear infection. He, he got this homeopathic ear cone thing uh, that I totally didn't want to do, but I thought, I'm going to trust him. And then he lit the thing on fire and put it in my ear, and then he blew it out, but I thought it was still on fire, and then it fell onto my pillow on the floor of the living room, and I freaked out, and I went, what the fuck? And uh, we got in a huge fight. Anyway. So now my ear feels great, but I'm still in a fight with the person who tried to heal my ear thing. Um, but I blame him still because, uh, I mean, it's so rare that we feel that we can rely on someone. And uh, I, I don't currently feel like I can rely on people. I, I didn't want to stick this fucking ear cone in my ear. I took a chance. I almost got burned. Anyway, here's what I want to know. Here's what we missed, all right? Last Friday was Valentine's Day. I want to hear about all of your Valentine's Day shenanigans. I want to know great things that happened. I want to know why your why your boyfriend or girlfriend might be the most amazing person in the world and what awesome thing they did. I want to know the horror stories because the thing is with Valentine's Day, much like New Year's Eve, we have so many unrealistic expectations. We have so many subconscious expectations that, you know, we're we're destined for failure. 
like bad things will happen. If it doesn't go our way, it could end up horribly. Um, so call in three two three. Oh, that's not, that's. I was about to give out my cell number. Six four six three seven eight zero six four nine is the telephone number. Save it in your phone. Uh, anyway, and if you are too much of a pussy to call into the actual show, you can always tweet me your questions. You can tweet me your questions at I'm Boy Crazy. The letter I, the letter M, B O Y C R A Z Y. I will tell you about my birthday, which is on February 11th. Uh, I'm finally 18. It's really cool. It feels really good. Like, I don't know. Um, we'll talk about that later, but like, it feels great to be great. Um, okay. So. Birthday happened February 11th. That was on Tuesday. That was before the last show. Valentine's Day happened Friday after the last show. All right. Valentine's Day was almost wonderful until it went horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, so I ended up having sex with Jeremiah Green, the guy that was on the show last week, so now we're dating or whatever. So, okay, so I went on a date with some guy. I think it was Jeremiah, but it could have been someone else. But whatever, whoever I went on a date with, I went on, on, the date, on a date with somebody who's currently my boyfriend, but we'll talk about that in a moment. I'm already all over the place. Phone lines are open, 646-378-0649. I have a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. I'm all over the place, but that's just how it's going to be tonight, okay? It was a full moon the other day, and I'm still feeling the aftermath and the effects of the full moon. Um, all right. So my birthday. Guy I'm dating brought a birthday cake to the restaurant we went to. We went to a restaurant called Moza. Now, forgive me if I've already told you the story, but I'm telling it again. I really don't think I told it. So normally, usually, for the most part, when you bring a birthday cake into a restaurant, you have a big you know, reservation for all your friends or whatever, they will take the cake into the kitchen. They will, you know, when when it's time for cake, they will present it to you and they will cut it up and they will give it to everybody like normal people. Apparently, when we got Smoza, which is like a fancy restaurant on Melrose and Highland, and you wouldn't think there was a fancy restaurant there because it's such a intense intersection, but whatever. Um, when we got there, they were like, oh, sorry, um, we don't we don't actually... Like, we can present the cake, but you get you guys can't eat it because it's a health hazard. And we're like, oh, well, that sucks. Okay, whatever. So our game plan was we were going to eat the cake. At the end of the meal, we were going to just, like, find a fork and just, like, all take bites out of the cake secretly and, and then, like, possibly get kicked out. Anyway, so the cake comes out. Dinner's great, whatever. Cake comes out, and they present it, and I blow out the candles. And they make sure there the restaurant made sure that there are no utensils on the table. No utensils know nothing, because they're fucking Nazis over there, whatever. We were told what the protocol was, but, you know, come on, I'm 18 now, and I want to party. So, okay, so my friend, Brooke, goes and grabs a fork and gives it to me, and I take a bite of the cake, and the manager walks over with, like, the biggest stick up his ass and goes, I'll just take that now, thank you. And I went, okay, well, I'm just going to take one more bite, and I took one more bite. And he was so fucking mad. Not any, like, he wasn't cool. He wasn't rock and roll, if you will, uh, in any sense. He just wasn't like, if it were me, I would have been like, yeah, I know it's lame, but it's the protocol. I know that you're not serving dirty cake to the patrons and to the, you know, the people at the restaurant. And we know you're taking a bite out of your own cake, but, you know, it's not allowed. He was just so aggro about it and so mean about it. Anyway. So I took, like, one and a half bites out of my cake, just, like, all your and tiny, whatever. And then he ripped it out of my hands, and we were just like, all right, good. Anyway, 
I would like to get to my birthday story, not the birthday story. I would like to get to Valentine's Day stories, uh, but I'm going to get to the phone calls because the phone lines are lighting up. It's very exciting, and Valentine's Day was almost perfect until the guy I went on a date with started tried to start a fight with someone, and it was completely unnecessary. And I don't like fighting because I'm not uh, uh, I'm not a cast member of Real Housewives of Atlanta, and that's just not my life. And I'm an adult, and now that I'm 18, I'm an adult, and I want to live like an adult and not fight. Anyway, area code 626? Yes? Hello, what's your name? How old are you, and where are you calling from? Okay, um, my name is Stevie. I'm 21, and I'm calling from the Los Angeles area, so hopefully I don't burn myself. Hopefully there's not oh. people listening, oh. but- I know. Wait, what, 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 hopefully you don't what? Burn myself. Oh, you're fine. You're totally safe here on Boy Crazy Radio. Right. This is the place to be. Just touch the yourself away and get cozy. Everything's going to be <laughs> fine. Okay, so, Stevie, what is going on with you? Okay, well, I'm disappointed because I don't really have any fun, exciting Valentine's Day stories. But um, I met a great dude at the beginning of January and he's really motivated and really cute, totally Asian, which is great for me because I have a yellow fever. But he's 16 years older than me. Wait, hold on, I'm confused. He's how much? Wait, he's how many years older than you? He's 16 years older than me. Oh my God, the dude you're dating is 37 years old. Yes. Okay, so you're, you you wait. When did you meet this guy? Like a month ago. And how, where did you meet him? And you say he's being really great and cute and wonderful, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Cause, but he pretty much has to. But um, I met him at a bar that he runs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's where I met him. But um, I just, I mean, I guess I want to hear your input on age gap, you know, it's like, should I be worried? Should I feel lucky that Oh my God. That's so, serious? That's the so, <laughs> third thing to say. So he runs a bar, right? Yeah, on the weekends. Yeah. He, he runs a bar on the weekends. On the weekends, what does he do during the week? I mean, he doesn't own it. He runs it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what does he do during the week? He has like a marketing company. Okay. Um, did you guys have sex on the first night? No. You met him a month ago? Yeah. Here's the thing. I can't really tell you. Who knows what happens? I mean, Lisa Vanderpump met Ken. You know, she met Ken. God knows how old she was, and he's much older than her, and they, they seem to be very much in love. If you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But the whole world is not like <laughs> a Real Housewives. Um, we can't all be Lisa Vanderpump, even though we all want to be. Uh, I don't know. 21 years old and 37. I really do feel like when you are 26 or 27 or 28, because those are points in your life where you're like, you just have some moments of clarity and you kind of you realize who you are more or you, you just get more centered and go, oh, all those things I kind of didn't understand when I was 18 and 21, like, 
you know, mm-hmm. solidify. Like, I, I swear to God, so much will change when you're, like, 25, 26. Well, I say 26, 28, and then also in your 30s, I'm sure, like, things change. Like, and you'll look back and go, what the fuck was a 37-year-old dude doing with me? A 21-year-old. And we know. Oh, that's yeah. And that's kind of what's all that's starting to enter my head. And it's like, you know, he's asked me, like, so many times, like, oh, does it bother you? Does my age bother you? And I'm like, honestly, no, it really doesn't because I feel a little bit, I feel a little bit more mature than people my age. Like, I am financially independent, and I have, like, a good job and stuff. So it's like I'm in a better place than probably the average 21-year-old. But what I do always think about is, like, well, it bothers me that it doesn't bother you. Oh, it bothers you that it doesn't bother him? Yeah, like, exactly like what you're saying. Like, what the fuck were you wanting to do with a 21-year-old? Wait, what? I'm confused. You're bothered that he's not bothered? Yes. Like, why? What does he, what business does he have being with me? Well, I mean, you're like, young. is it because women his age don't want to deal with his lifestyle? Or, you know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. Sometimes, um, and I dated a lot of, like, late 30-somethings when I was 21, and that was my college of life because I didn't go to college, so I thought that was my college of life <laughs> older men. But later I realized, like, you know, and I always felt like I never really wanted to date guys my own age because I didn't feel beautiful and sexy and cool. I, I, just, I just, like, I felt uncomfortable around them, and I felt safer with an older person because I thought that they – they knew more, and I felt safer around them because I thought, like, and maybe oh, like I'm more admired, more admired because I'm the younger girl, and I thought like they're more grateful yeah. to be with me, and uh, and I thought you know younger guys are more they're they're more picky and they're mean and they're really like you know they talk shit about things and they're gonna rip me apart. Like I felt very self conscious in front of guys my own age. I couldn't handle it. It was like high school or something. You know, I've always liked older men. Like anyway, but then looking back, you know, now I date people. Well, I still did older guys, but uh, I'm older. You know, I'm not 21, but looking back, if I had a friend who was 37 now and they were dating a 21-year-old, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You're, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> Look, you're just like, uh, she's a fucking child bride. Like, this is fucking gross. Because, like, yeah, you're 21. You're young. You're beautiful. You know, it's exciting. But it's like you're not going to be begging him to have kids or get married. 37 is a weird age for a guy because I'm sure if he's meeting girls his own age, they're either married, in a serious relationship, wanting to have babies. You know what I mean? Like 37 yeah. is like pushing it to get older for a woman. So, of course, he's not going to be, you know, if he's not into that and he hasn't been dating a woman for like five years or something, he's going to want something a little bit more like, you know, if he dates you, it can move more slowly. You know, you're not trying to have babies. You're fucking 21. You're still like living your life and you're not in that phase of your life, you know? Like, yeah. You know, so who knows? You guys could get married. Who knows? You guys could go out for five years when you're 26. He loves you so much, and you're gorgeous, and he'll be ready finally to be serious, and you could break his heart. Who knows? But, like, don't be bothered that he's not weirded out. You guys both like each other. You're in this thing together. I feel like he's a little bit of a perpetual, like, uh, perma-adolescent kind of guy because he's not ready for like even the 29 or 28-year-old woman because that's probably too scary for him or whatever. You're you. He likes you. He loves you. So all that aside, these are all the things that could be going on with him. 
the, like not wanting to grow up and not be, wanting to be ready, still feeling like you're 20 something. That's all fine and good. It's definitely in Los Angeles because, you know, we we're useful longer here because we don't have to settle. Cause there's always a better thing around the corner and like everybody's <laughs> all you know what I mean. Everybody's hustling to be really successful, so it's like, you know, men don't want to get married right away or have babies. So it's like, and they want, you know what I mean? Well, you know, DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and I guess what is what's a little bit weird to me is just that he, you know, it's like, okay, I get it if it was as simple as just he wants to, sorry if I'm taking up too much time, I'll finish quick, but I get it if yeah. he, um, you know, he wants to, like, be not serious and younger girls won't try to push things as fast or something like that, but this guy's already, like, you know, mapping out, like, trying to, like, map out his life and, like, talking about how he wants to support me and how, like, when do I want to have kids? And I'm thinking, like, if that's on your radar, then, yeah, exactly. Why why aren't you asking a 29-year-old or a 30-year-old? I don't know. Okay, okay well, here's the thing. Let's, let's uh, give him the benefit of the doubt. Both of you seem to like each other. Ask yourself why you like him, why you're attracted to him. Uh, don't worry about why he might be attracted to you. But you figure out what you want and what you're going for because I don't even know, like, what your life goals are and what your time frame is to you because you might not even be thinking of that. You know, like, you, you know, like, it goes by pretty fast. Where do you want to be when you're 30? What do you want to start getting jump-started on now, like, so you can have that going on by the time you're 29? And then when do you want to have kids when you're 37, 38? Like, you don't have to think all about that, like, about any of that now, but you can. And then you can say, mm-hmm. but just fucking have fun with this guy because – Things end, you might as well just have fun, learn what you can, have wonderful protected sex, don't get pregnant, uh, <laughs> make sure he's sweet to you, make sure he treats you with respect and is kind, and then, like, you know, because I dated older men, and, and actually most of the time, because I say that maybe they date a younger girl because they don't want anything serious, but then what happens is, like, the younger girl is the one who breaks the older guy's heart, you know, because you still have all this yeah. time, and you and you're like, I want to go do this stuff, so just enjoy it for now. But in the back of my mind, dudes who are 37 who are dating 21-year-olds, there's a little – something's fucked up a tiny, teensy, tiny bit. Even though what yeah. guy wouldn't want – what guy wouldn't want a beautiful, young, hot thing? But I do know other men who, like, would never be 37 and date a 21-year-old because they, they, they can't even talk about the same TV shows they watch as kids. Like, they want a best friend. They want somebody like – you know what I mean? So it's, it's, there's, yeah. they're all different types of people that just enjoy each other now and just take it day by day. And then and then reflect on it when you're when you're 37 and go hmm <laughs> you know mm-hmm. maybe you'll still be with him you know yeah well thank you for okay. your advice I always see girls that like you out in LA or who look like you and I'm like oh my god I hope it's Alexi but it's never you so hopefully one day I totally run into you oh and my I'll god like, thank you so much <laughs> if we ever run into each other please run out to me give me a big hug and then say that we talked on the phone during Boy Crazy Radio. <laughs> okay, I totally will. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. So here is my Valentine's Day experience. My Valentine's Day experience was as follows. Dating a guy, totally lovely. Um, he got a room at the Ace Hotel. He took me to go see Spiritualized. Uh, you know, we we you know, I I I've been kind of hectic. I've been having the guy that I'm dating um it's getting topsy turvy cuz I do this podcast thing and I like pretend one of my guests is not my boyfriend, but he really is. And the guy that was on last week uh, is my boyfriend. Anyway, but whatever. Okay. 
So, but I always pretend he's just a guest and I'm flirting with behind my boyfriend's back. But anyway, I do have a boyfriend. It's a long-distance thing, but I see him all the time. We are currently in a fight, but I'm feeling better about it. Um, I'm doing the podcast. Let's move forward. So this is what happened on Valentine's Day. He gets a room at the Ace Hotel downtown, which is, like, overwhelming because I get there. And I try not to go out to clubs too much, but uh, Valentine's Day at the Ace Hotel downtown Los Angeles, uh, it was, like, the place to be. It was, like, every hipster, every it was, like, every scenester, and then I'm there, and I'm just, like, I'm just as bad, you know, I'm there. But it was, like, overwhelming to my soul because I, like, try to avoid these things, you know. I'm pretty boring. I, like... You know, I love the Grove. I love Whole Foods. I do this thing. I write. And, like, you know, I kind of just, like, I'm a weird hermit, but that's not really true. But whatever. I don't usually go to, like, the crazy, crazy seamster places um, all the time. Maybe that's a lie, but I really don't think it is. So we get there. It's a bit overwhelming. Um, we go to the show, and these, like, Abercrombie, like, dorks are in front of me. And, like, you know, like, you see, like, an Abercrombie dorky person at, like, a at a cool show, like, and they're, you can tell that they, like, were thinking, oh, God, what do you wear to a rock and roll show? So there's this girl and all of her three friends, like, two guys and two girls, sitting in front of us, total Abercrombie and Fitch dorks. Sorry, I'm being judgmental, but, you know, you know I'm right. Okay, just fucking go with me on this one. Anyway. So one of the girls was wearing, like, this weird leather jacket with, like, weird a pattern down the arm because it's her – I just know she was like, oh, I'm going to wear my cool rock and roll jacket to the rock and roll show. Yeah, the Ace Hotel, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. So we go there, and then I'm not even talking. I'm whispering a teensy, tiny bit uh, to my date. These girls behind us are talking. The couple next to us are talking. Um, and these Abercrombie people turn around and go, can you shut the fuck up? Which way I watch the show? And like, you know, I'd had I had had a drink, and it's such a refreshing, wonderful feeling to have a reason to want to punch somebody in the face, even though you know violence is not the answer. But uh, these people had already been going, Shh. and it's just ridiculous. Okay, like all my friends are musicians, you go to a show. It's not the fucking library, okay? It's not, and we're already at a seated show. So it's like this weird, dorky, seated environment that, like, and now the Abercrombie kids are telling us to be quiet because they're trying to focus on the band playing. Relax, you fucking dorks. So I had a, a couple drinks. The girl next to me had already spilled her drink on me, and I was kind of mad at her for that because I'm a neurotic control freak. But, uh, you know, all of a sudden, since we all got yelled at, I felt this camaraderie with the couple next to me and the guy I was on a date with. Um, so, yeah, so basically, oh, and then I tell, you know, we tell them to, like, we just start laughing at them. My tactic was laugh at them, and then I waited until I turned around again, and I, I took a flash photo and Instagrammed one of the dorky dude's faces, and then I took it down the next day because that was ridiculous, and that was lame of me, but I did that in the moment, so I thought, how can I get back at them? Social media, yeah. Anyway, and then this girl who's on a date with one of the guys, she turned, she's about to say something to me, and I went, what, what? What were you going to say? Because, like, sometimes it, you feel happy that you are going to get in a fight because you have a lot of adrenaline and you're happy to finally have some way to release it and you feel happy that, oh, my God, there's an opportunity to release all the anger that I've been carrying around in my system this entire week and my whole lifetime and I just want to fucking kill somebody. So this girl, I go, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? 
and she turns around really slowly and says, and and she has and she has an eye patch on. And I wanted to be like, nice eye patch, but then I realized, uh, no, you don't say that. So I was like, uh, she said something to me all angry. And then uh, I went, relax, it's a rock show. And then I was embarrassed that I said rock show. But anyway, I was totally losing my voice. Later on in the evening, show goes by, fantastic, whatever, no big deal. Uh, later on in the evening, I'm upstairs. This guy comes by, and, he sits, and, he, and I say hello to him because he's somebody that I know. He's not a very nice person. He's, ex- he's actually somebody that is now dating a friend of mine, kind of. And in the past three years, he's kind of done a few fucked up things to me. He bit my face, trying to kiss me drunkenly as he walked past me at Coachella a few years ago. He locked me in a store that he worked at that I wa- accidentally walked into and tried to take photos of me and put them on the Internet. And he also uh, saw me to a Halloween party and pushed me up against a wall and said, why can't you just fucking be a normal girl and not fucking talk as much as you do? Why can't you just, why can't you just not, you know, why can't you just be normal and, stop, and shut the fuck up and stop talking so much? So this guy, that, that all happened like a year and a half ago, tops. And I, he has nothing to do with my life. I was in a good mood. He's kind of dating one of my friends, kind of. I saw him. I was tipsy in a great mood, so I said hello. He comes over, sits down on the table, gets a little bit close to the guy I'm on a date with, and, you know, we're talking. And he's kind of, he's 24 years old. He's, he's just saying some stuff. He just sounds ridiculous. I, clear, I don't really like the guy, but I, I just don't give a fuck enough to not like him. Um, he leaves. And I proceed to tipsily tell the guy I'm on a date with, oh, God, that guy. A year and a half ago, he did this. He bit my cheek. He put his arm, you know, he, like, pushed me against the wall. He locked me in a store. I tell, I tell all of those things, thinking I'm talking to one of my girlfriends, to the guy I'm on a date with. The guy I'm on a date with is tipsy, and by tipsy I mean drunk. And I didn't realize that you can't tell somebody who likes you a lot or is in love with you or is your boyfriend or whatever or is protective of you, you can't tell him that another guy was really disrespectful to you because it might infuriate them. Infuriate them, I can't even speak. Um, and they might want to protect you or some weird thing might go off in their, in, their, in their brain. So he goes, oh, my God, I can't believe that. You're telling me these things. I'm enraged. I've got to go do something. And I went, no, 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 please don't do anything. Let's just go back to the room. It's like 2 in the morning. It's last call. Let's just go downstairs. We, we made it to the end of the night. Let's not have any drama. So we're leaving, and he, like, as we're walking past the uh, the, the stupid young guy, he flips, he, you know, he flicks his cap. He flicks his cap off. And, you know, you know, we're all dumb white idiots. Like, we're all white hipsters, I guess you would say. You know, with, like, that's, that's the fight. Like, he flips his cap off. And, like, you know, it's just like... I shouldn't have opened my mouth. I didn't realize that that the guy I was on a date with was going to go berserk. Uh, so then it turns into this whole other nightmare, and I went ballistic. I said, listen, I told you not to do that, and you did it anyway, and I am now furious, and I don't want that in my life, and that's not how I operate because I'm not a cast member in the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Anyway, um, and then while we're arguing about this on the floor of our room, the, the, we're by the elevators, Later, probably a half hour later, the elevators open up, and the guy whose hat he flicked walks out the elevator with an entourage of all of his friends, and then the whole thing resumes, and I'm like 
blocking the two of them and being like, no, no, it's a misunderstanding. It's a, it's a, it's a misunderstanding. Don't worry about it. The guy I'm on a date with thinks I'm defending the 24-year-old uh, hardcore singer, whatever his deal, you know, whatever, the, the, the bonehead that I don't even have an issue with anymore because that's my problem with him. I've already forgiven him. So I'm, like, separating the two. And anyway, but by the next day, everything was fine because uh, it just had to be. It's, uh, it was an exhausting full moon of a Valentine's Day, and uh, a fight almost happened. It almost happened because we're boring white people uh, who are a lot of talk and no action, thank God. And um, that's racist, probably. That's racist, white people. Because we're all, because I'm smart and I didn't, I didn't let it happen. Any smart woman would have tried to shut it down. And any man with a dick and testosterone, with alcohol in the system, would have tried to certify it, I suppose, um, who is not as adult and grown up and evolved as he should be. So that was what led to all the bullshit. And the full moon, maybe. So anyway, that was my fucking horrendous, Valentine's Day drama, and then it was over the next day, and uh, life goes on. But I don't like fighting. I really do not like fighting. I don't like that one bit. It just freaks me out, and maybe I'm sure all women don't. Anyway, the point of my story is I have no more points. Um, I'm going to, oh, you know what? When you call into Boy Crazy Radio, you're not off the hook. I'm going to find you. I write down your number when you're calling in, and even though I'm fucking blabbing, I write down your number, and I'm going to call you back, even if you hung up. I'm going to go do that now. This is the person who called earlier. Let's see what happens. Hello, did you call on a boy crazy radio? I did. Well, here's the thing. I'm such a nerd that when you call in a boy crazy radio and you hang up, I go, wait a minute, and I write down your number. I've already written it down. And then I call you back oh and find you like God. a weird doctor. I know. It's You're totally crazy. Gross. Okay. That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> well, what's your name? How old are you? And from where are you calling? And let's get into your problems or whatever you're calling about. All right. Well, I have a lot of problems. Do you really want to hear about them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, my name's Laura. I am from Buffalo, New York. I am 23 years old. And I recently just broke up with my boyfriend, and this has been, like, the craziest, most worst, most terrible thing, and I don't know where to begin with this. I actually kind of don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) Oh, well, when did you guys break up? It's a long story. (laughs) Well, what do you want to talk about? How are you feeling today, and when did you break up? In the opposite order. Let's see. Well, let's see. I think this all started around November. Well, because he broke up with me for somebody younger. I mean, although I should probably just, like, move on, move forward, get over it, but I can't. And we're still talking, and he's still trying to talk to me, and it's super annoying, and I keep doing it, and I just, well, I know what I have to do, but I just can't do it. <laughs> Wait, what do you have to do? Are you there? Oh, my God. The call was dropped. The call was dropped. What's going on here? I can't believe this. I blame me. I blame everything on me. Um. All right. Listen, I'm going to call this girl again. And if you guys want to weigh in on uh, my Valentine's Day experience, I like to blame the full moon. Oh, here we're calling. We're calling this girl again. Laura.
Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Seven, one, Because uh, it's all, and, and you think that I sound like some girl who hangs out at a bar in New York who uh, just parties all the time and is always yelling over loud music at a New York New York bar. It's probably because I was just yelling on Valentine's Day because I was infuriated with the guy I was on a date with because he tried he tried to start a fight and I don't fucking like that shit. So now my voice sounds like a fucking weird New York party girl. Anyway, area code five seven five. Yeah. Who is this? Why Hello? does this number sound familiar? Yes, who is this? This is Adrian. How you doing? This is who? Adrian. I don't know what happened. Adrian, you know, I called and they're like, you're trying to communicate with that girl still who hung up on you and then you like answered my call and then I was like, am I listening to the blog still or did she answer my call? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know what's going on. Well, you, we're back. We're better than ever. Uh, what's your, what's your, how old are you and where are you calling from and what's happening? Uh, my name's Adrian. Um, just turned 28 last week, and I'm calling from um, Abu Crazy, New Mexico. Okay. Well, what's happening? You know, it's uh, this next Monday. It's uh, my break anniversary. I broke up with my longtime girlfriend, and you know, it's just I don't know if I still made the right choice one year later. Oh my God. Uh, why? Why are you questioning your choice? I just, you know, I miss her. I miss spending time with her. I still talk to her, like, every day. Um, I kind of did something emo right now. You know, I listen to some sad music, and I was, like, looking back at our old photos. It doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. Well, why did you break up to begin with? I was kind of talking to this other girl, and then I thought it was going to work out with her, and then it didn't work out. Well, she pulled out right away before, and I had already broken up with my girlfriend. I thought I could make things work with this other girl. And then it just kind of like, you know what I mean? Then she's like, let's work it out. And I was like, no, no, no. Well, and you guys are talking the whole time. You talk every day? Yeah, every day. Talk, text. Well, so and why can't you just get back together? She won't do it? I don't know if I'm ready. You don't know if you're ready. But you guys are still in contact, and you're wondering if you, well, you're wondering if you made a mistake. But you don't know if you're ready. I just, yeah, I just don't feel like I'm ready yet. You know what I mean? I feel like she's my first like girlfriend, first serious girlfriend. Besides that, I had a girlfriend in high school, but that's high school. You know what I mean? It doesn't count. Um, so I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like I need to be out there. I need to like figure out what I want in a partner before I like can commit. Huh. Well, why don't you just, wait, what is, she, is she, like, trying to get back together and forcing you to, like, be your boyfriend again? No, she's not. Oh, well, then keep doing what you're doing. Then, great. You don't know, you don't really want to get back together with her yet because you aren't ready. 
she's not forcing you to be your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You guys are obviously friends and get along. So just and she's probably Sorry, it's getting choppy. What's that? Sorry, I said I, my computer's over here and it's getting choppy. I can hear you. Oh, I'm just saying, like, if she's not trying to be your girlfriend and you're not ready and you just guys, you guys just like enjoy each other's company and you're, you know, you're cozy yeah. being friends and it's all good and, and nobody's getting on each other's case, then don't overthink it. Just like keep keep it as it is. And then when she, if she starts wanting to be your girlfriend or you start wanting to be her boyfriend and then something gets weird and you guys don't have the same like goal within your relationship, then then deal with it. But right now it just seems like yes, yeah, stay where you're at, have her in your life. And she seems to be okay yeah. with it. The minute the minute she has a problem with it, then you guys either have to take a break and not be in communication every day. Because I don't know, are you sleeping together too and making out? Uh, I don't think we've recently. Maybe like within the last like two or three weeks. I don't remember. Oh God, I don't even remember. Two or three weeks to a girl that's like yesterday. Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, like I don't know. I don't know. You might have to talk to this girl. Like, if you're, if for whatever reason you're thinking that. God, you just have to rely on when she says something because maybe this girl is probably just thinking you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend. She's probably just cozy and she's not. And what's happening? Just want to rock the boat. She I don't know. She's, she says she's enjoying being single right now. She doesn't want to do anything, but at the same time, you know what I mean. It's kind of like I don't know. I don't know. Just leave leave it as it is. But it's like try your best to, to uncomplicate your life. If you want to be single and you don't want to be anybody's boyfriend, and you know that you might, yeah. you know, do some soul searching for real, like, really think about it. I know you're very young. You're, you're 28. You're a man. You're, 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 like, you can be empathetic, and you can be responsible with your behavior and your feelings and other people's feelings. And if you think that there's a chance you might hurt this girl's feelings and you might ruin it for yourself to get back together with her in the future, then yeah. then look at what you're doing. And if And if you might be hurting her feelings, then stop it. And then take a break and just be kind of like, don't fuck with her if you think but if she can really handle it maybe you guys should talk about it and go and you can tell her all the things that you kind of mentioned to me like you're not ready but you feel like she's really special to you and and you might want to get back together with her and and you may have made a mistake but you know that you need to like have some time so what should you guys do you guys can figure it out together like adults it's totally cool to talk about it and that's actually really sweet then it's like you're you're just grown ups and you're not just like keeping secrets from each other and you can communicate about all this stuff, and then you guys can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, I guess. I don't know. I know it sucks to be by yourself, especially if you have somebody you're already familiar with and you can make out with and it's cozy and you can just jump in and jump out and there's no strings attached, but you actually, but, you know, whenever you feel alone, you can, like, be in her arms and make out and you just get right back in there. But it, But it's pretty cool and strong to be able to not have sex with anybody and not, not have to have anybody as a crutch, you know what I mean? Like, and because yeah. other other people do get attached. If you know that you really don't want her to be your girlfriend right now, and then be really strong, just fucking, you know, zip up your pants and fucking keep your dick to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and just fucking be cool. And that's actually a nicer thing. That's actually a more masculine. Like, actually, it's not masculine at all. I don't think it's probably like you know more feminine. But I don't know. Use your brain yeah. and be, be kind to her. Think about the big picture. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Stuff to think about. Yeah. You're good at this. I don't know if I am. I hope I am. I have my own problems, but I feel like I'm good at giving other people advice. My own dating life is fucking disaster. Like, it's just a disaster. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's always it's always easy to give people advice, but it's never easy to fit, listen to your advice. My thing is, I think I'm just really mean. I'm a mean person when I'm comfortable with someone, and I am really mm. harsh and uh, say really mean things, or I say things in a really gruff way, and people don't like to be spoken to like that, but I don't really realize I'm doing it, or I do, and I just don't want to stop. And and uh, and so that's why I usually like to be single, because I don't like to um, have to work on my own personal stuff when I'm in a relationship, And that's uh, but I'm in a relationship now. And, uh, why do you think you get gruff with people? What did you say? Why do you think you get gruff or, like, rough with people? I get gruff or, or harsh with people because I think my dad was like that. And also because I always, I'm a control freak. I always think I'm right, which kind of helps with this radio show thing because just like I tell you, like, zip, you know, keep your dick in your pants. Like, that's pretty harsh. You know what I mean? Like, I say I'm a girl and I say Yeah, it's, things, not, it's so not something like, I'm doing either, so. Yeah, I mean, like, exactly. Oh, wait, what, that you're not keeping your dick in your pants? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> wait, like, like literally right now? No, right, right. No, not right. You're like, I'm seeing someone. I'm messing around with someone else, you know what I mean? It yeah, doesn't feel right either. Oh, see? Yeah, so you have to reflect on all these, all these things. But just getting back to what we were talking about moments ago, I'm gruff because you know, just like I say harsh things to you and you're just a stranger and I'm talking to you and I I take this person, yeah. like, I act, that, I act that way to the guy I'm dating and then he's like, whoa, why are you, like, but it'll be like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just, I don't know. Because when sometimes you're meanest to the people you love the most, you feel yeah. most comfortable with your mom, like, you probably t- say yeah. some horrible shit to your mom or your dad because you think, you know, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. But I, I know I do give good advice to strangers, so I'm going to keep trying to do that. But, and, I, and, right. I'm also, uh, and I'm also, I don't know why I'm telling you all this stuff. Anyway, I'm hanging up on you. Don't reflect on your stuff. And then call uh, call that girl and uh, make a plan and have a chat. All right. 562, is this, is this Avi? Hey, yeah, it's totally me. Glad you picked up. Finally, I picked up. I'm so sorry. What's happening? What are you doing? This is Avi. Oh, uh, well, hey, I'm I'm right now. I'm, I'm um, hey, everyone. I'm I'm just on a 605. I'm going to uh, I left some weed at my friend's house, um, and I'm gonna pick it up because like I feel like I really need it. But I I was I was out to Thai food with these two boyfriends of mine, named George and Richie, and it was pretty fun. We had some really good Thai food. That's what why you're calling. To? That's why you waited so long. No 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 I on the no I I actually really I I I wanted to tell you about my life lately and ask your advice, Alexi, because. Um, I just feel like I don't know, I don't know, you know, how to, I just want to be in a, I want to find someone serious, like, to be in a relationship with somebody that, that, I, that I can, like, love, but I feel like don't I just, do it. I spread myself too thin. What don't do you think? do it. How old are you again? I'm 23. Now. Oh, God. As yeah, of November. Happy birthday. Thanks. I Happy this. birthday to you, too. Oh, thank you. Um, I say if you find somebody you want to be in love with, that doesn't mean that you're in love with and you're drawn to, then that's just going to happen, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, I know. What about, like, so like do you think that I could, yeah. do you think that maybe there's something to, like, you know, the idea of seeing, like, seeing or talking to so many different women that, like, it could occupy my brain negatively and, like, 
maybe there's something to like giving myself a break in order to find out if there's somebody like that who I could be in love with or even friends that I could love more powerfully or something like that you know, instead funny. of being so focused. I was thinking that too because when I before mm-hmm. I got into my relationship, I, I've been dating someone for almost a year, and like, um, and before that, before it got like serious and was boyfriend and girlfriend, and it was like official yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend, I was you know making out and I was dating people and I would have like weird two month right. stints or month long stints or make make out sessions and blah blah, blah. and mm-hmm. and I I think I, I thought the same way you did, and sometimes I I still think that way like oh wait if you're all over the place you're gonna you're yeah. going to block yourself from falling in love with, with, with the person you're meant to be with who's better for you. Who's, But you know what? That's not true. Mm-hmm. I actually, I mean, who really? knows, but I, actually, I mm-hmm. actually think that, like, I was all over the place, and what was right for me won. You know what I mean? It came through. It, it, it cut past right. all the fucking, it cut, it cut past all my makeouts and rendezvous and adventures and, and boy craziness. Right. And, and I'd still Good be stuff. with him and, like, you know, so I think that what happens, I think you just have to think everything is exactly as it needs to be. If you make out with some girl or whatever you're doing and then you make out with a different person and a different person, you know, if you, if you think you're spreading gonna be yourself. For your benefit. Well, I mean, like, yeah. it's either like, it's either you're going to be like, it's, if you have a moment where you're like, oh, I am exhausted by this. I do feel like I'm spreading myself too thin. That means right. that that's just, you need to reflect on that because you actually had that thought. So that's that has nothing to do with the possibility of someone else coming into your life. You need to deal with that moment of like going, oh, I do feel like maybe the next time I meet somebody, I don't need to have sex with them. I don't need to just move so fast and we can just talk and get their number. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, like. But it's a good way of looking at it too. What'd you say? It's a good way to look at things just in terms of of just each whether whatever you're doing, just being being slow about it and like trying to just, you know, start a start a relationship with somebody based on just talking very casually. Actually the most recent thing that I've that I've had is kind of like that, where like it's somebody who I, I think I originally met her on OKCupid like a long time ago. But then we You're were just like, friends or something. Yeah, but yeah. And I'm not active on it like I was, but I met this person on OKC and then and then we were like um we weren't really talking and, and I think we did some mild flirting back then, but I don't honestly remember even if it was that detailed or that crazy at all. But recently we've just been talking and I know that there's like some weird, there's slightly a bit of sexual tension, but it's mostly just, mostly just, just talking about anything like classical music or like science or like fun stuff. And, and normally it just, um, it's just, it just ends up being feeling nice and being a release, but without any like negative, like psychosexual attraction or attachment to it. And it's like, I'm starting to think, wow, like that's, that's how the consistent thing starts, like, completely. Not that I've never experienced that before, but that it's been a long time. Well, What's like, that? Just, just go with the flow. Like, if that, if that yeah. makes you happy and you meet that person and you're, like, what what you want how, for yourself is different from, like, what I want for myself. Like, wait, wait, what are you going to ask me? Oh, um, what have you been, what have you been up to? Like, how's, um, I heard you had your first job of the year. I saw that on Facebook. That was on Instagram. Oh yeah, Instagram, Facebook, and whatever. Um, oh, it's good. I just like shot some commercial thing yesterday, so that was that. Cool. I've been busy. I've been writing, writing tons of stuff, and then I don't know, whatever. I don't. I'm not gonna talk about this on Boy Crazy Radio, but yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a different thing. I'm gonna get. Ready I know you don't to like it. 
I don't want to get mingled, but yeah, I'm dating. I'm dating. Oh, I'm pitching some things that I wrote or whatever, like TV show thing. Whatever. I don't know. I'm, I don't ever talk about this on Boy Crazy Radio. But then yeah, I'm don't do it on Boy Crazy, but send that to me. I want to read it. That sounds stimulating. I'm not sending you anything. No, I'm not sending you anything. Here's the point. This is my point because I reflect on this too. Um, if you have a problem with how sexual and how much making out you're doing and you feel like you're out of control, that's something on your own to question. But if you're having a great time and you're loving every experience you're having, don't think that that's going to block you from having the right person come in. That's, those are two separate situations. Like only Absolutely. one you that's reflect important. on. If you feel like you're out of control, awesome. Then, then you deal with it. Then you stop. You cut it out. I think that I think one out. of the best things one of the best things that that you offer through Boy Crazy is is the is the encouragement to, for one to reflect. I think that's so important. And um, I don't think that's I don't think that's what I do enough of. I think really, I think um, that instant action is is always could be could be sometimes better spent with with a reflection. Um, I. I was kind of trying to figure out whether or not I'm going to South by Southwest this year. Um, it's kind of a weird, kind of a weird toss up right now for that, but I shouldn't, okay. I shouldn't talk about that. Well, because it might cost like a lot of money to bring an entire group. And if I go solo, I think the places that want me to play, um, won't want me to play because they're expecting a big band. And, and I think it would cost too much to me personally to do it. And like, I, my, my album was going to come out in May, but push the release date to September, so it's kind of oh, different. The way, by the way, everybody, this is Avi Buffalo calling in. He's a musician. Oh, He's a kooky fun you don't guy. Have to say that. He has an album coming out. Avi Buffalo, go buy his album. Go check him out. It's gonna be. Check it's gonna be a great. Yeah. It's gonna be a great second album, by the way. I'm. I'm really excited about it. But that's. But yeah, we could. I. I'd love to tell you all about that. But I. I wonder if are you are you still writing music at all? I remember when you were sending me stuff, and you were you were singing and doing things and playing on the guitar and making Beatle-esque chord progressions. Well, thank you very much, because I only know six chords. Um, I, it's all you need. That's all I need. Um, all you need. I, I, go, I go through phases where, I, where I'm so into music, and I'm like, I got to do this. I love singing, and I want to play music. This is great. And then I go through yeah. the phases where I'm, where I'm like, I love writing movies and TV shows and writing treatments and stuff like that and going pitching and doing my – you know, because that's what I do. You think, acting do you think like I that. would ever be good at that, at any of that stuff? Listen, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you'd be great, but you're a mastermind when it comes to music and stuff. And I think that we have to put this on pause and talk about this when you're a guest on the show again so we can really go along and talk about all this shit because I'm going to get you another phone call and I'm going to wrap up the show. But Well, let me let me just tell you before before leaving that I would like yeah. to be a full-on um, co-host to Boy Crazy whenever you ever need me for it. You know I'm all about that, and I love helping helping people with their problems too, a lot. You are a good sidekick co-host. That's that's just never forget. I will never forget. Never forget. (laughs) Nine eleven. Never forget. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Love you, Alexi. Have a good call. I love you too. I'm gonna ah, I'm gonna answer the question still. Yes, I do want to like. I love singing, but the only thing is, sometimes I feel like I have nothing to say, even though I have tons of stuff to say. But as far as like writing songs goes, I'm like, oh my god, I'm way too literal. But I guess Taylor Swift is very literal, but I'm, uh, I know how that just sounded. What I just said was ridiculous, but, like, I think the best songs are not literal, as adorable as Taylor Swift may be. Uh, I just don't like how I write songs, like words and stuff like that, but uh, I do like singing. And I would love to make an album with friends of mine, because all my friends are musicians, and then I just, like, sell it and the money goes to charity. Because that would be fun. That would be, like, a cool excuse to, like, make music, show that I can sing, 
make some cool things maybe with all my friends and then like give it to some awesome charity. But I don't know what charity. I would like to give it to like Children of the Night or some kind of something that's like has to do with like human trafficking or kids or like girls getting abused or something. Anyway, area code seven zero seven. Ice cold Dean. Who is this? Oh, Ice Cold Dean. Oh my God, this is this beautiful, like sweet boy who calls in all the time. Or doesn't actually call in all the time, but he sends me stuff. And he's a super fan. I don't know. And you're just really sweet and supportive. What's going on with you? How are you? Happy belated birthday, first of all. The show tonight Thank has you. been awesome. Bobby Buffalo, hell yeah. Looking forward to the new album. And you're saying that you needed help with the writing. I would suggest Andre Nicotina. Great ghostwriter. Very a rapper. Oh, wait, a rapper? A, who? Andre what? Andre Nicotina. Andre, who is this person? Um, Just a rapper from the Bay Area. I don't know, like San Francisco, East Bay sort of area. I think you'd like some of his raps. They're creative and stuff like that. I will t- I will totally Google him after the show because that's the thing. Like, you know, I for a moment I was like, like my friends make tracks and they like make instrumental tracks and then I will like come up with melodies to go over them. But when it comes to like, because that's fun and it's like a weird puzzle and that's awesome and it's it gets me out of my head because I'm very in my head and I'm very cerebral and I like talk a whole lot of I just talk so fucking much as you can see and uh, that's one side of me. So the other thing. I'll come up with melodies, and it kind of gets me out of my head and puts me in a different zone, and it's awesome, and it's fun. It's like a puzzle, and it's great, and I love singing. But then when it comes to writing words, I'm just like, oh, fuck me. I have nothing. I, I don't, like, please, I have nothing to say. I don't know. It's embarrassing. So, yeah, in a weird way, I just want to do a bunch of cover songs and then make an album of cover songs and then layer my vocals and, uh, like, I don't know, and make them, I don't know, whatever. I have this little idea, and then, and then sell the album for, and give money to charity. Like, that's what I want to do. That way I can make music stuff and then do something helpful and nice, maybe, you know? Definitely. Just, well, it's definitely been like, enjoyable, and I like it, and I look forward to future stuff and being able to check that out and keep on doing it. Thank you very much. Do you have any problems of the week or Valentine's Day horror stories or anything you want to share before I possibly end the show or take another call? Uh, you can take another call. I'll let somebody else get in. Oh, very cool. Okay, great. Um, you're a sweetheart. Thank you for calling. Um, this is a Skype call. Who is this? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? My name's Joe. You give relationship advice? I do. What's happening? Well, what would you do... Uh, what kind of advice would you give women in general if they're about to enter into something, a relationship that's just really, really serious? What kind of uh, advice would you give them to make sure, as much as possible, that the relationship goes smoothly? Well, uh, God, I would say when you do get in an argument, be careful what you say. Don't go below the belt and say a horrible things. Just realize that, like, you know, okay. you want to, you know what I mean? Like, I say some horrible, fucked up shit. I say some fucking dark, No, I, no, I agree stuff. with you on that. Uh, are there any other principles that you would, um, that you would like uh, to tell people? Yeah, treat people the way you want to be treated. No cheating. Uh, what else? Entering a serious relationship? Um, 
maybe you want to be each other's. I don't know. Ideally, entering a serious relationship, what would the advice be? Well, for me, I want the person to be my best friend. Oh, you know what? Here we go. This is just fucking superficial stuff. Don't get too comfortable. Like, keep it sexy. Wax your vagina. I'm just telling you superficial stuff. Sorry. Keep keep your fucking toes waxed. Keep it fucking together. Wear sexy lingerie. Don't fucking go do anything gnarly. Like, go to the bathroom. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, girls don't go to the bathroom, okay? So... If you're in a hotel together, you go downstairs and you're going to put your makeup on or go wash your hands or go talk to the concierge or take a bath or just, like, nothing gnarly, okay? Two separate bathrooms. Get, keep, get, like I said, get your fucking vagina waxed. Keep it in check. Keep everything well-kempt. Um, cute lingerie. Get your nails done. Be nice. Treat the personally you want to be treated. You know, fight about what you're fighting about. Don't fucking bring in every past fight. You know, don't make the guy, or, or if you're a guy and you're listening, don't make the girl fucking relive and have to be, be punished for something that you guys already put to bed a while ago. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Hell, like, that's like living in hell, being punished over and over for shit that you said you were forgiven for. So it's like, be in the moment, deal with each thing at hand. You know, it's like, if the guy breaks a, you know, a glass in the kitchen because he's doing the dishes and you're pissed, and all of a sudden you're going to bring up, like, fuck you, I fucking hate you, you fucking, you did this thing. Like, mm. that's, it's not about the dish. So just fucking try your hardest to bite your tongue and not not say shit. You can all never right. take that. People okay. don't forget. You know what I mean? That's a lot of stuff I'm saying, but it's just like. No, everything that you've said makes sense now. The problem is, okay, you were talking about the superficial elements, about you know, the girl going downstairs. I don't think she has to do that. I think the okay, advice you gave about that was good. I think the advice that you gave, if you're going to get into a fight, don't overblow it. Don't over-dramatize. Don't get melodramatic is what you're saying. Everything that you've it's said is, is common sense. How come people don't do it? Because you know why? You get swept up in emotion. Women are very emotional. I'm sorry, but I'm about to have my period tomorrow, and I'm a fucking nutcase. I can give advice to strangers, and I can, you know, deal with this separately. But in my own relationship, he better watch out because I'm fucking about to bleed and I'm a fucking hormonal nutcase and I swear to God, that's how it is. Women have babies, we bleed. It sucks, it's not always true. It's month to month, who knows what's going on mm-hmm. in the cosmos and the full moon and the stars. But uh, emotions get the best of you, male and female. And you get in a rage or a hissy fit or you have a fucking temper tantrum and you go, oh no, afterwards you're like, what did I do? And people don't communicate. People hold back. They let things build up. And that's why, because life isn't perfect. And a lot, most people, maybe mm-hmm. not you, maybe not me, but most people are not good communicators. And communication is so important so you don't let things get built most up. People really and don't communicate. And they don't believe in it. They really don't. Because a lot of times, men don't want to bother. They actually make it worse for themselves. They're well, it's not only that. Don't. If people were really good at communication, well, most relationships would have to end. Because if you're really going to tell your girlfriend or your boyfriend, honey, please, this bothers me, this is, this annoys me, could you stop it? And he or she goes, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll stop it, sure, right? And then it continues. Then they have to end it. So what happens is, is that the guy or the girl, because both people play games, they're going to say, they're thinking to themselves, I really don't want to end this, but I don't want her to get the best of me. So then he retaliates by playing games, and then there's a, there's a marathon of game playing. So people really don't communicate. They they really don't, and they don't want to. Because when you're going to be very honest in your communication, that's the end of the relationship. 
I communicate too much and it's Josh the guy I'm with. Everything is. I say things how I feel like, oh, you're gonna, you know, did you wash your hands first? Did you do that? Like everything I say, like I am just exhausting. And I, I don't know. I'm so used to being alone. And mm-hmm. I'm so gruff. I'm so in my ways that it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, by the way, every relationship is different. Sometimes the people just fucking, it's like yin and yang and they balance each other out. Like, because I'm, I'm an extrovert. Guy I'm dating is an introvert. And, mm-hmm. uh, I help him a bit. I bring him out of his shell and, and like, you know, and help him with communicating. He, you know, he helps me subconsciously, like, learn how to fucking relax and, like, you know, not just be comfortable mm-hmm. in silence. And relationship is different, you know? Like, obviously, it's just confusing. Relationships are difficult, but the gifts you get from them about learning, you know, learning about things and seeing yourself... Did you move to another room or something? Because right all of a sudden your volume went lower. Can you hear me? Oh, now I can hear you, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, here's the thing. Relationships are hard. That's why mm-hmm. they should start out very passionate and exciting and awesome and worth their while because, cause, you know, that's that's what gets me into one. I go, fuck, this is so awesome. I can't deny this. I have to jump into this thing. I have to be in this monogamous relationship because this thing is so much cooler and more exciting and fascinating to me than anything I've seen in a long time. So this is awesome. This is, I'm not mm-hmm. sacrificing anything because this person is very interesting and, and wonderful to me and I like them a lot and I love them, and I care about them, and I, I'm so happy and lucky to be with them, and we're like a team, awesome. But they're also difficult, because then all of a sudden you let people see you. You let somebody very close to you, and they see all the fucking, all your insecurities, and they see all the, your worst behavior, and, and it's scary, and you see yourself mirrored in someone else's eyes, and it's terrifying, because it forces you to look at yourself, and that sucks, and it's painful. Well, what could you do? What, what could you, you do, do personally? What? that can really scare guys off, other than maybe being clingy. Now, if you're not clingy, and if you're an honest woman, and if you're not a cheater, I don't see how the ordinary woman, especially you know, if you're really good-looking and if you're really secure, I don't see how a woman can chase off a guy. Oh, well, good, then I'm going to be in my relationship for a long time. I'm usually the one who ends it anyway. But I don't know. I'm not clingy. I don't know what, what you, you kind of jump topics real quick, but, like, I know we're talking about relationships. I'm not very clingy. Mm-hmm. I can just be I can just be a handful and exhausting and uh, a grief giver. Or if I communicate too much, I'm not clingy. I have my own life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have your own life. I wasn't saying that you were. I was saying if, as long as you weren't. As long as you want, I don't know. You know what? That's the thing, though. It's like not every relationship is the same. They're all different. It's so subjective. That's the weird thing. That's why it's better when someone else calls in and says, "Here's what I'm going through." Then you can mm-hmm. assess it better, as opposed to like, "Well, relationships in general." It's like, okay, don't cheat. Try to pers- treat the person the way you want to be treated. Don't hit the person. Uh, you know, try to both have this. Hopefully, you guys have the both. You both have the same sexual appetite and same. You know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. See, again, everything that you've said makes sense, and everything that you've said seems to be like uh, it do, it's not going to ruin a relationship, okay? But then again, there are people who do that, and the relationship breaks up. But there are a lot of people, millions of women and men, who just don't do it. They don't apply don't the golden do rule. Don't hmm? do what? Don't they do don't that. apply the golden rule. They don't. They don't treat the other person the way that they uh, that they would want to be treated. They don't think about what bothers the other person. They believe that what they're doing, unless they're told point blank that what they're doing is very annoying, is cool. So what happens that's is, the, hmm? it's too vague. We're being too vague though, because that's the thing. It's like it's a delicate balance. That's why it all comes down to two specific people. 
like, I dated a bunch of people, and I've gotten out of these things immediately as quickly as possible because immediately I realized, oh, and my, my friends have said, oh, you run from relationships. I mean, one of my girlfriends would be like, you run from relationships, and my best guy friend will be like, she doesn't run. She's present. Alexi's present, pays attention, and gets out of something when she sees a red flag because that's always what comes back to bite you in the ass at the end of a relationship. So that's the thing. You have to find the best balance for you. Nobody's going to be perfect for you. You're always going to fight. Because I noticed in my relationships, I will fight and I will say to my mom and my therapist, these are all the same fights I've ever gotten in with every boyfriend because this is, this is, so it's my problem. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, or this, or this is just a male thing that I don't like about men, but I'm realizing now as I get older, Oh, all men, or most of the guys that I've dated, it's more of a generic male thing that I just never wanted to accept years ago. So it's too, it's too vague what you and I are talking about. We have to, that's why if somebody calls in about their specific relationship and what they're, what they're going through, it's easier mm-hmm. to jump into that to really assess what's happening. It's supposed to like, love and relationships are a weird, magical entity that fuck with us, make us cry, make us crazy, make us ecstatic, release dopamine and... and and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just fucking chemicals in our brains because they're so fucking excruciatingly exciting and wonderful, but there's no rhyme or reason. They're, they're like, the they're these magical. <laughs> there's no, you know what I mean? So it's like, what can I say? We can't, you and I can't just be generically vague about a thing. We can kind of, but, but that's why this show is better when people call in specifically and go, I'm A, I'm with B, what's up? You know what I mean? So I got to wrap up the show because it's like, oh, God. But I'm glad you called in whoever you are. Did I even get your name? I think I did. Um, Anyway, you guys, thank you very much for calling into Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Uh, tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm losing my voice. So I hope I get it back. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, follow me on Twitter and, and uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that or whatever at I'mBoyCrazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. If you don't want to call into the live show or you can't for whatever reason, you can always leave me a voicemail message if you live in another country or whatever, and I will listen to the message and I will play it in the next, uh, on the next show and address your question. The telephone number is area code 1-888-666-2045. Uh, leave your message under a minute and don't include your phone number in the message. Um, and if you the listeners out there want to send me a question or whatever or something you just want to tell me or ask me a question so I can read it on the show, send me an email at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And uh, you know what? I don't care what everybody else says about you. I love you.
LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gig for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for and plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer land 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.